definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, what's going on? Happy Friday. Good morning and welcome on to the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Kyler, I should know your last name, but I don't across the way. Help me again. I'm Brown. Brown. Thank you. I sound terrible. Sorry, Kyler. But you actually, the, you have not uh, been with us hardly ever. Not much. So, so Kyler is uh, gracing us with his presence today, filling in for Lucas, who's headed off to the uh, the land of grossness. The spirit of Aggieland. College Visited station. by Lucas. Hopefully he brings uh, Mississippi State a win. That's what we're hoping for, so... Everybody except for Justin out there is probably hoping that. Y'all can join us. Whatever thoughts you got, comments, questions, is Friday, score predictions, whatever you want to bring in. Uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line wide open to you. You can give score predictions for Tech football, you know, Lady Raider basketball, Red Raider basketball, Texas Tech soccer. Pretty busy weekend going on in uh, Red Raider land here. Man, I don't know if it could get busier, really. <laughs> it's pretty wild. This is the as much crossover as you could possibly get. Got some postseason stuff going on, of course, with the Texas Tech soccer team. And a uh, nice little chill in the air for that. But You're telling me, buddy. You're going to be bundled up nice and I'm going to be layered up. Nice and warm tonight. Uh, Hacks will be on that one for ESPN+. Plus. This evening, or you can get out there and watch it. Uh, high school football all over the place with uh, first-round playoff games, including Friendship, we'll have for you on Double T 97.3. We had uh, Cooper demolishing something called Parkland from uh, El Paso last night. Goodness. They have pretty easy? Uh, it was 50-7 to seven before halftime aye, when I checked aye. in. So that, playoff team, huh? That uh, Well, it's an El Paso version of a playoff team. I say that friendship's got to go to El Paso tonight and and uh, try to beat Eastwood to uh, keep their season alive. Whole lot going on um, in the world of the wide, wide world of sports today. How you doing, Hex? Um, Catching your breath? Yeah, a little overwhelmed. If I'm being honest, um. Tech Volleyball did me a big favor last night. That was a nice quick one. It was like, whack, whack, whack. What <laughs> was the most going of, home? What was the most West Virginia scored? 17. 17, yeah. They didn't hit the 20 mark at all. That was a very quick one. I'll tell you for, what. For volleyball. Uh, our girls have struggled. There's no doubting that. Oh, yeah. But um, didn't look like it last they're night. They're miles better than the, the West Virginia bunch. And I like, I like, I really like uh, West Virginia's head coach. Just, Reed Sunahara, he's a volleyball legend. Team U S, Team USA, mm-hmm. uh, UCLA, uh, a bit, absolute legend of the game. And so I like him, but he's he's in trouble. So um, yeah, three o'clock again today for that, and then um, Lady Raiders tonight, and I'll be out at soccer, Fort Walker, is what they call it. Fort Walker. I yeah, like and uh, <clears throat> I don't think Tech will have any problems. I know Tom Stone probably is shrieking as i say that but nah, uh, he's not the kind of person that would shriek okay he's well, a, he's the kind of person that wouldn't argue. say that out loud but he would agree with you okay privately we yeah. shouldn't have any problems should be a boat race in this first round but it is but, also the sport of soccer so there's not many 
goals scored usually. So yeah, in soccer you can you can play phenomenal. You can scheme. Have it a ton of shots on goal and none of them go in. And none of them go in. And that, soccer probably lends itself to upsets, maybe at the college level as much as any sport. So as you're doing your thing with uh, Texas Tech football tomorrow, I'll be going getting my Sunday broadcast started. Um, get up there and watch them practice and Ballon. get the audio for the hour-long pregame show. And we'll go Sunday at 1. So, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a lot. A lot going on, but we love it. I, that's fans, what I was saying. This I was is like, what you, you love. I was listening to, to either a sermon or a speaker or just a show or something talking about, hey, it's supposed to be hard. And I'm like, you know what? That's right. You know, I mean, you should have to, to fight and work for, um, for the things you love. And, and I'm like, you know, let's go to work. Let's, let's do good broadcasts and, and be thrilled that you're in this position to do all this. I mean, sure. I, I'm, I'm just thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just as sports fan, I'm thankful too. you're doing around Raider land now on our broadcast. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind it. Yes. It's fun. Um, but yeah, sports fans, this is what we love. Like I, I love the 11 a.m. kickoff because you get a lot of Saturday to get, you know, just watch college football and there's there's some pretty good games, pretty good games in the conference again this week. And um, you flying into Topeka? I don't know, Casey. Kansas City. I think so. I think so. That's where we're staying. Oh, that's right. You're staying in Overland Park. That makes sense. Yeah, I am very unfamiliar with the uh, world of Kansas City. Only been through twice, and that's that's it. Just never spent any time there um so this will be it's all good man it's it's nice it'll be fun it's well good. except this barbecue stuff they say that's better than texas barbecue i i can't actually judge it until i try it it listen it's not as good as texas barbecue it is a niche thing though i mean all about the sauce it's a lot about the sauce it is okay. but the, i mean the meat look, look if you get the jack stack or q39 it'll knock your socks off okay it is really I'm all, good. I'm always a fan of good barbecue, so it is really good. The Texan in won't, me a, won't let me admit to the only thing it. that I would put up against Texas barbecue is okay. is those two places. But yeah, it is more Jack's about Jack's the one that always like line out the door for really long, right? Jack's, which one, Jack Stack? Uh, yeah. And that the there's always a line, yeah. Okay. But you could just go park it at the bar, man. Park it at the bar. That's totally me. Might be some people on our crew, but not not usually me. I can watch TV though. You get you get an appetizer of burn ends. Oh, that's burn ends are my thing. So Kansas City does burn ends. Really, that's what well. I hear. So that I that I, if we do the barbecue, that I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to to the burn. Is it like Texas barbecue where they sell out though? Because like Texas barbecue, when you're out, you it's cook a it up finite amount, and there's yeah. not really like. I, night eating for no, Texas those, barbecue. These are different. That's different. Because I mean, because we're like it'd be a dinner trip if we go. Yeah, they're yeah. always going to have stuff to eat. Okay, because like almost all the best Texas barbecue joints are yep. sold out by two or three o'clock in the afternoon, and you know you don't have dinner for Texas barbecue. But yeah, I'm I'm uh, interested. See the cuisine up north, and uh, excited to to give it a try. I just hope the Red Raiders, man. You'll see. Uh, Hope they win. You'll see Mr. Mahomes' influence when you get up there to Kansas City. I'm curious if we see a Mahomes sighting. 
Yeah. They have a bye week. Chiefs are on bye. Oh, he needs to be on the sideline. I, I, I mean, you would think there, there'd be a decent chance, unless he's got some exotic trip planned or something, trying to go on the beaches of Mexico with Jessica Simpson. Probably better not do that, but that, that was the Romo bye week thing. Or on a boat in Timberlands like uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, hopefully he doesn't do any of that. That would be great to see uh, Mahomes on the sideline tomorrow. We'll see, though. Y'all can uh, tell us what you think. Got plenty of thoughts rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It is the end of the bench. We're with you till noon today on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thrilled to be part of your Friday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeffrey Haxton to my right. Big activity on the roof. I don't know if you've heard or i'm hearing yeah. yeah you can hear it right now what, what is when it? i went into the break room that's how you get on the roof do you know that through the break room there's a little side closet and yes i actually you go up the ladder i've seen it open and that's me. so should we go do that sometime um do you know field trip we one thing that we could get up there for is to get an upper look at the new backyard of the raymar complex yeah the new backyard i don't know if anybody knows this is old Jones AT&T Stadium cool. turf. It is cool. I like that. They With the in. hash marks. All yeah, of it. it's got everything. It's it's the turf back there. And we can get a picture of it for social media. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I, now they haven't finished the turf, right? Because I think they're still putting it in That's, back there. They're working on it right now. Yeah, so they've been chopping and trees I think the, and getting everything. The cold weather and the rain have slowed it a little bit. Probably so. Probably so. So, uh, before we talk Texas Tech football and more of your thoughts, how about uh, death taxes and low-scoring games that feature Iowa? These are about as uh, constant as it is. Yeah. Death taxes, low-scoring games that feature Iowa. And Iowa still winning games. Six games since 2000. Six games since 2000 have had single digits totals. Well, no, this this is the Vegas totals under 20, less than 34. <laughs> Keep trying, Keep trying. Whish, swish, swing and a miss. Huh. Um, and five of which have come with Iowa matchups. Six of those, five of which have come with Iowa matchups. Oh, so that's matchup. the NCAA total totals. Like, like game totals, Vegas totals. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're saying the total. I'm confused. Six six games since 2000 have gone have had a 34 or less total. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was thinking of results. That's why I was so low because I know they've had some 10 sevens and some seven three games and that kind of thing. Seven zeros. Yeah. So I was thinking like totals after it was done. No, no, no. I'm talking about Vegas totals before the game. Gotcha. Last last week, the total for the Iowa Northwestern game dipped as low as 29.5, but got to 32.5 by kickoff. Um, so the lowest totals ever, or at least since in the, in the last 20 years, since this has been constant in college football, Iowa, Minnesota, 30.5. Iowa, Minnesota, 31 and a half. Iowa, Kentucky. This is 2023, 2022, 2022, 31 and a half. Army Navy in 2022 is the only one that is not featuring an Iowa game. 32. It's just crazy. Uh, looking at all these totals, it is wild to see. Do, who who do we have this week? 
Who do the old Hawkeyes have this week? Iowa is going to play in the Big Ten Championship. Are they really? This is a farce. I mean, this is why divisions are absolute garbage. And we saw it in the Big 12 at times where the North sure. Division was trash. And Oh, here comes Missouri. I mean, we, we saw that. You have you have four teams that are phenomenal in the and South. I know, and then, I do know those those Missouri teams were good. Some of Chase, them. Chase Daniel teams. Those were, yeah. But then there was Kansas State that wasn't very good at times that they would play for it. I think a pretty bad Kansas State team. I think a 7-5 and five K-State team beat Texas in the Big 12 championship one time. I believe they were about 7-5. Uh, and five. So Iowa is is paced to – they're leading that division, and they are pacing to uh, to play for a, a Big Ten championship. It's silliness. So Iowa this week – oh, my goodness. They play Illinois. It's going to be a barn burner. The over under in that game. That's, I mean, think about the think about the days off that you get in in that conference. A lot of them. Purdue, Illinois, Northwestern. Sorry, I said Illinois. I'm looking ahead of week. Rutgers. They play Rutgers. <laughs> they play Rutgers this week. Over under. The 30, reason I bring 30, this up. Thirty. Three. Currently the lowest ever. 28 and a half. Holy. Oh. 28 and a half at Kinnick Stadium. So, there you go. Yet it gets all the ratings. Yet they, people want to watch that crap. That's not good defense. That's not great football. There, there is good defense. But it's paired with atrocious offense. Like, I, I don't get it. I mean, this is a 6-3 and three team against a 7-2 and two team. And the over-under is 28 and a half. Sheesh. I don't get it. All right. Um, tech football. Mm. What do we got to see? We've we've touched on it at various points this week. But you and I gave, I think it was all the way back on Monday, we, we did a little video and you can see on social media, keys to a win. For Texas Tech, what's your number one key to a win for the Red Raiders on Saturday morning? Well, I said if Bean throws two picks, you're going to win. Um, it, it, obviously, one of those in the first quarter would lead to a lot of things uh, that would assist Texas Tech. It's just because of um, I've watched him be the most confident quarterback that I've ever seen in a long time to – a shell of himself when he got rattled. So rattling him would be huge. So the turnover battle jumps up. I want to give you something here that may be beneficial to Texas Tech. Yards before contact per rush. And this is, I want to also tie this into why, where'd you end up on the UCF OSU? I guess I I, I backtracked to uh, my original You pick. backtracked on your backtrack? Yeah, well, because of the listeners, I there's enough backlash that I was uh, influenced, and I I think I'm sitting at UCF. I better like I better know it eventually, just to know which side I'm on. I U- think it's that much. UCF better. is the worst in the country at yards before contact per rush. Okay, three point nine two yards. Worst in the country. Yeah. So when this you is hand it off, someone's touched. When you hand it off, the running back on average Go. is not getting touched 
before four yards gained. That's crazy. You don't even touch the next closest point. is uh, Old Dominion, but not too great on this list. Let's say Kansas has got to be somewhere. It's Kansas, two point seven four. So talk just a little bit. Taj about should it. have a field day. I mean that that's one of those things. I think if this game goes the way it should go for Texas Tech, not you should be playing some keep away, and you should have some fairly explosive plays in the rushing game. That's 21st worst in the nation. Because also, to pair that with what you've got, Hacks, Taj not being touched on average almost three yards deep, he's also the best in the country when he's touched. He has the most missed tackles There you go. in the country. Most missed tackles recorded out of any running back in the country. So that that's a great stat. For Texas Tech. This may be holy cow. Jeez, that scared me to death. Sound like thunder. Uh it may be one of those Ooh, I made my heart jump. I just as much work as they've done on the roof, like since we've been in this building, I expect for feet to just be dangling at some point through one of these ceiling tiles, just like oops. We get so distracted. Clutch um, my pearls. Yeah, I, I think I think yeah, we need to uh, we need to see Taj have a, a heck of a game, and I know we've said that various. The, uh, again, I'm more in the camp of balance over just rush, 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 like some people are. Um, but this this should be a Taj heavy game, Taj heavy game that sets up some play action where Baron Morton's able to to take it over the top a few times. This is not a good defense, Kansas. To me, just from what I've seen, I went way too low on my points. You did. I was surprised at that yeah, number. I went way too low. The only way that happens is if there's a fumble fest, Good turnover happen. fest. Kansas, to me, hacks is is one of the worst two defenses in this league. But I think that also speaks to the offense. What? I think they are one of the worst two defenses in this league. Look at the number of points they give up. They're seven and two. I know, and that's why I'm saying that speaks to their offense and how good that is. They outscore teams. I know people are going to want to know where Texas Tech is on this. It is two point five one yards. Um, would be about thirtieth worst. Okay. Y'all tell us uh, all of your thoughts, whatever you want to get into. Lots coming in on the Aids Flooring Center chat line. And Hex is going to tell us where we need to see Texas Tech basketball improve the most from game one to game two as well. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score. Time for the highs and lows here on 100.7 the score, 100.7 the score.com. A Hex Woodman and Kyler edition of the program. First United Bank Studio on a cold day here in downtown Lubbock. Coldish. Visual Edge IT Hotline is 806-771-0973. Let's tell you about all of it. The highs and lows. <laughs> Find the page. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Hi. Is it Woohoo! Uh three o'clock tech volleyball. Six thirty. Lady Raider basketball against Tarleton. That's on 107.7 Yes FM. Liberty and Monterey on 93.1. Uh, 7.30. 
Friendship and El Paso Eastwood on Double T 97.3 at 6.30 and Friday Night Live at 10. Texas Tech Soccer will play tonight. They will take on Florida Gulf Coast at 6 over at Fort Walker. That's John Walker Soccer Complex. And we'll have uh, just all kinds of things happening tomorrow. Texas Tech and Kansas hook up at 10 o'clock on the air. And they will uh, uh, kick it off at 11. Hopefully they're sleeping. That's all I got. That's it for you? Yeah. Man, that was quick. Uh, then I've got one high, I guess. Way to go! Neat Yes. I mean, the uh, finish to the James Madison-Kent State game was pretty crazy. 3.8 seconds down five, and James Madison ties it up to go to overtime and ultimately win that game. Uh, a low, too. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Why the busy courts in college basketball? Kent State might be my new least favorite court when it comes to college basketball. Do you have a least favorite? Oregon's is pretty bad. TCU. TCU's terrible. Like, the busyness on the court, I don't get. But Kent State has, like, a ton of Los Angeles Chargers, like, bolts flashing all over it. I get they're the flashes, but... No. One in the middle is plenty. They have them running across the paint. and Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Have you ever been there? No, but I've been to Akron three times. Okay. Their gyms are exactly alike. Okay. They're big rivals. Same state. And it's it's like I'm looking at the Akron gym. Okay. Who's got the, uh, who's got the beach on the court? Long Beach State? No, I think it's it's one of the Florida schools. Maybe FIU. They've got like, it, oh, yeah. it's like a beat. You know what I'm talking about? They're always like trying a, to do Miami Vice stuff. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway. Um, man, I don't, I don't have much today either. X has a low. Monday morning. Only let's make it interesting. The losers never get to use this table again. Oh, you are so on that things have now become very much like Donkey Kong. The trampoline bouncing on the roof has That's given pretty... me added stress today. You don't need that. You put some noise-canceling headphones on. It, feel, you... it feels like they're coming through the roof. Uh, Speaking of that, here, there's another low. No more bouncing that ball! Do you like noise-canceling headphones? No. Okay, that's a low because my wife put them on and it like almost freaked her out. She yeah. doesn't like it. Yeah, it that takes away the yes. Yeah, so she didn't think, like it. And, I think if you're a control freak, oh, I am, and I like them. I just it takes away your one of your senses and quite a bit, and yeah. it makes it feel suffocating. That's what yeah, like claustrophobic almost for some people for the noise canceling. All right, that's that's it, Kyler. You got any, Kyler? If you got a higher low, you can chip it in. Hex, the latest drug, I teased this yesterday, but didn't have time to get to it. The latest drug in America that is becoming quite a problem. Latest gateway drug. Coke. 
A cola, Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Apparently, according to the experts, this is... We've always heard caffeine's a drug, but... Um, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> apparently. But this, the the experts are saying this is really a uh, true gateway drug now. Hmm. Coca-Cola. It, uh new study has found that uh, researching more than 2,000 kids between 9 and 10-year-olds discovered those that drank caffeinated soda on a daily basis are twice as likely to uh, trying alcohol a lot quicker. Hmm. So, Coke is your gateway drug. Didn't work for me because I was hooked on Coke early. Save that. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> that was like 21 when I tried alcohol. Instead of hooked on phonics. Hooked on Coke. Hooked on Coke. The Woodman way. So uh, the caffeine and sugar can induce effects on the brain, making the person more sensitive to inf- reinforcing effects of harder drugs like alcohol. There you go. I am I am definitely a Coke soda addict. No. like So guilty. Like cannot... Yeah. Truly can't have trouble getting away from it. Like I think I would have more trouble getting away from Coke than I would <laughs> drugs. Like I've I've taken uh painkillers after after d- surgeries and I can get away from those a lot easier than I can get away from Coke. It's crazy. That that stuff, I think it's real. But there you go. Your latest uh, drug. Does it make um, kids squeak? Squeak. I told Perry I wasn't going to throw him under the bus today, but... Oh, boy. Did he squeal again? He's squeaking like like a little chew toy for a dog. On purpose? He's always had ticks. Blinks. Uh Uh-huh. You know, little Tourette's type things. But it's been probably... This is probably his 12th tick of his life. Just goes through phases? He goes through phases. <laughs> and now he's going... <laughs> Can you imagine being around that? Wow. No. For hours? Wow. <laughs> okay, then. Maybe you should give him Coke and see if it stops it. No, he has plenty of Coke. That's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. Maybe that's causing so cut him the coke out. to squeak. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, this is a PSA for all Texas Tech fans. The best prime rib is at Scotch and Sirloin in Wichita, Kansas. Must stop. Wichita's not really along the way, is it? You'll fly over it. But, like, I guess if people are driving, do you go through Wichita to get to KC? Or to get to Lawrence? There are, are a couple Routes, ways, and one yeah. of them is through Wichita. So I guess. That, then you hook up with the interstate in Wichita. So if you're driving, then then that person says go to Scotch and Sirloin, apparently. All right. Before I... Uh, Ditch you. Got to do a dad joke, man. I got to do a dad joke before yeah. I ditch. Yeah. I was going to leave that up to you. No, it's you. All right. Do you see? I'll do. I'll do one. Do you have? Uh, do you see the sounder anywhere, Kyler? It's not a big deal. It's not. All right. I was not prepared for this, so. But you're the master. It's now time for the dad joke of the day. Hey, hacks. What? You know, I really can't figure out what I like the most about Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> it's just hard to say. <laughs> I, I did 
didn't struggle with Worcestershire. I struggled that might have made the joke better. Sice. <laughs> sice. Worcestershire sice. That's that was the problem. I can't say the sauce. I could the sauce. <sighs> I don't know if I have another one. You tell the joke because I don't. I don't have any more prepped. I don't have any. This is your. I thought you said you had. Oh, you got I was one later. Do it at ten forty-five. Okay. Okay. Give us your final. All right. There's, there's one more joke. Okay. Now, Hax, my mother used to say, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. It's a fantastic woman. Terrible surgeon. <laughs> okay. Uh, my final. That's pretty good. My final, final score. Like. Yeah. Give me your final score. Okay. Tech basketball wins on Sunday over San Jose State. Uh, 83 to 53. There's the 30 again. I have no idea what San Jose State is. They're probably better than Commerce. I think oh, tech, yeah. I think Tech plays better than we saw, at least in the second half. Uh, final, I'm sticking with what I said yesterday. I do think we see a shootout here. 42-38. And someone said, if that's all true on the, the stats you gave, Taj should rush for 200 yards tomorrow. I don't know he if you get, get to, it. I don't know if you get to two hundred. Who was it? Was it Adrian Peterson that had that day? It was like three hundred something. No, that KU. was uh, P Ryan. That was P Ryan. Yeah, they they've been rushed on before, so it went for over four hundred yards on the ground. Wouldn't mind it. All right, I'm out of here. But hacks continues more than the bench. Adios. Adios. It's the end of the bench on one hundred point seven. The score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. The Score, 100.7thescore.com on a Friday. Hit us up at the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Safe travels to Choice Woodman as they are flying to Kansas City today. Happy travels. Happy travels. Safe travels. Both ways. And then going to stay in Overland Park and then hopefully go rock the Jayhawks. Tomorrow at 11. Joining us for a Dos Jefes edition of the program is Jeff McGuire. Jeff, how are you today, sir? It is a busy day in McGuire land. Um, and I'm not even talking about Joey McGuire. Like, it was the morning show today. It's hanging out with you for an hour and a half today. Happy to do so. Enjoy hanging out with you and the fine listening audience of 100.7 The Score. I then, we get done here. I have time to get lunch. And then Tech Talk is on location today out at soccer. So I gotta go set that up. They're gonna set up outside the gates, right, right outside the uh, coach's office main door. That's oh, so in the we're complex. gonna be inside the gates, but uh, outside of anybody's way. That's a good uh, little area. That's where the uh, power cord is. So uh, yeah, I'm a big huge fan. Um, so that I don't have to like tape a mile of cord down to get Which out to we've the front all gate. Done. <sighs> there has to be a better way. Yeah, and it's. I love the do ever, black. Do you ever mess with Marty streams? Uh, I have, like not not here. We've always had the Comrex here. I've done Marty broadcast before, and if you don't know what a Marty is, World War II technology. The guys walking around when they're trying to talk from the front line to the the headquarters, and they got the guy with the backpack, and you listen antenna up. That's a Marty, and you've got to point the Marty where you want it to go, and it's got this big like three-line, four-line, whatever it is, antenna. You point directly where you want to go. You've got to have line of sight. Without line of sight, it doesn't work. And there's always a building or a tree in the way when you're doing it in radio. Yeah. We did Marty shots 
where we would set it up outside the van in the mall parking lot and then run from the Marty in the van all the way into the food court area of the mall. It seemed like two miles, but uh, that's what came to my mind on yeah. on uh, stretching cord. But uh, your day got extended. My day, and it's, you know, I'm happy to do so. Like, being out of tech soccer today is where we need to be and what we need to be doing. It's a really cool event, and if you're looking for something to do tonight and don't have a high school game to go to, going over the Tech Soccer game is the place to be for the NCAA tournament. This is a big dang deal. It's just, um, all of my stuff is spaced off enough that I don't have time to do anything between them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an hour and a half here. It's an hour and a half here. It's an hour and a half here. It's two hours here by the time I get done before I've got to be at both places, so... I'm just hoping that my dog doesn't meet me at the door with a giant puddle when I get home. Yeah, that you know, Creed's still in Duncan, but I think we're getting him back for th- for Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. Um, I thought you made a good point today. It was just kind of a glancing blow of a point, but it was talking about which season is worse. Um, this football, or and that never think, uh, and it it's more of a comment on Jamie's point on how disappointing this football season has been. And it has been. There's no argument for that. But I don't know, man. Last year's basketball season, 0-9 to start the year, basically, in Big 12 play. In games that counted. And you didn't look good in the games before. And you were getting crushed at home. Where you were undefeated the year before at home, you were getting crushed at home by West Virginia of all uh, teams and Joe Toussaint who's now on this team, um, you know, you had a four-game stretch where you made it look not so bad. It was bad. So I was agreeing with you that this football season, nowhere close as far as disappointment with that. And it's more of the – when you factor in the expectations, I'll also say that football means more. So there's an element of that that's got to be factored in. More people care about football than basketball. Uh, Look at the stands. It's easy to tell. A bad football crowd still oversells the USA. Sure. Um, But with all of that was the preseason and potentially playing for Big 12 title and all of that, I completely agree that 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 makes this a disappointing year where you're looking at Needing two out of your next three to make a bowl. Not a New Year's Six Bowl, not a Big 12 championship, but a, bowl, a hey, let's get our uh, t- our cheesy nacho bowl game. Like, bowl, whatever that would be. I don't know all the connections the Big 12 has for the bowl games. I wouldn't even, like the Houston.com bowl, whatever it is. That basketball team, we kept waiting for the tide to turn. All season long last year you're looking for okay all we gotta do is get this guy back and when we get Fardos back it's be awesome ah, wrong and he comes back and it looks like okay we now we know why this and we avoided him transferring at that time yeah I, and then just you factor everything into it from last year that that basketball season was worse than this football season I completely agree by the way Jalen Tyson did get his um his petition, his appeal, and he is eligible to play with Fardaz now at Cal. And I say good for him. 
I, I hope it goes well for him. Uh, Fardaz, not so much. Let's get uh, <laughs> the burning questions, please, Kyler. Two minutes of nonstop in-your-face inquiries with no end in sight. It's time now for burning questions. All right, Jeff. Would you play Russian roulette with a five and six chance of becoming ultra rich and a one and six chance of dying? No. I work at radio. I'm already poor. What's your favorite service branch on Observed Veterans Day? U.S. Navy. Tomcats. If, if you were a fighter pilot heading on a, to a mission, what would you fly? A current U.S. military or any current. all time? Current F-22. What streaming service do you use the most? I'm not allowed to say. Okay. What's the biggest? I guess the biggest one I would be would be YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube stuff, but that's not. I don't pay for it. It's just I just got the free one. What's the biggest party you ever went to? How many people? I, this wasn't an actual party. It, it was a, a radio contest that I did at the last place. We oh, I, yeah. we gave away my spot in line for George Strait tickets. Like I went, I was camping out there for three days, and it turned into a three day party with people who were out there. Uh, it was a blast. Like we had music playing. It became like a giant. The way I describe it to people, it was like a giant family reunion. But all of the family was just new people. So everybody was hanging out, having a good time, and, you know, there was lots of party stuff going on. You remember Dazed and Confused? I do. What? Was it Aerosmith? Remember at the end of the movie, they left at sunrise after the big night of partying. This is why God invented Google. And I think they were going to get in line for Aerosmith tickets. Almost certain that's who it was. Kyler, you ever seen Days and Confused? Uh, if I did, it was a long time ago. I mean, I know it was Matthew McConaughey's big break, the yep. all right, all right, all right, but that's the thousand. I don't think I've seen the full movie. Ben Affleck also in that movie. Uh, driving down the road to nowhere in particular. <laughs> yeah, point. Right, I got another question I'm for you. Get the, go ahead. What's the favorite? Uh, what's the best museum you've ever been to? The Smithsonian is such a, a, a cheating answer for this. See, I've not stepped foot in there. Oh, I could spend a month in just the Air and Space Museum alone. Mm-hmm. Like, just sit there. I could just look at all of, all the planes and all the space stuff there all day long. Um, I'm a sucker for natural space and science places like the Science Spectrum. Mm-hmm. Where the 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 stupid little things like need to go the, the to the arch. old Omniplex in uh, Oklahoma City. Like, You'd I, love it. I'd love that. You'd love All the Omniplex the, you know, where you build the arch and you, you get put those the hand up. on the ball and the hair goes up. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a sucker for all of those stupid things. Uh, the Houston Natural Museum of Science has some really cool dinosaur skeletons, uh, so that was pretty cool. The one that hit me the hardest had to be the Holocaust Museum in Houston. Mm. That's a uh, Sobering experience to walk through that that place. Uh, I've also been through the uh, Sixth Floor Museum in uh, Dallas for the Kennedy assassination. That oh, was pretty wow. cool. I remember I was really young, but I remember my dad took me to the Museum of Natural History in New York City. And, of course, they have the big blue whale mm-hmm. suspended. And, you know, that's 100 yards long. And yes. <laughs> that made a big impression on, a, I think, about an eight- or nine-year-old me. We've got more coming up here on a Dos Jefes edition of the program on a Friday. Thanks for being with us. 
Yates Flooring Center chat line is open to you and you and you. We'll, uh, we'll spin it through a little football and basketball talk coming up towards hour number three next here on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. And salute to Bobby Knight. That's what the Texas Tech men's basketball team did on Wednesday with the sweaters for the coaches and the patches on the uniforms. Did you hear uh, Grant McCaslin after the, the game said, when he was talking about it? I don't know how I did it. I'm hot, man. They were all hot because I had a couple guys come by and go, I'm sweating profusely. And I was, like, <laughs> I was over there in my huge button-up collar, nice and sure. cool. It's like, I'm so glad I'm not in a sweater right now. And I'm so glad that um, the dress code has come down for most since COVID. Yeah, it's like you can get away with it being a lot more casual. I, I remember this, no lie. I, I used, when I went as a young, dumb broadcaster to uh-huh. who are you i went in with uh jeans and a sport coat and a dress shirt under that and they said next time you come in here you better be in a suit okay so for 11 years i suit had to walk tie. walk into the maybe center in a suit and tie so i'm really thankful that on sunday i'm going to be in slacks and a nice comfy casual polo Polo ish, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. Man, suit and tie. For they a also game. they also told me when I went over an interview, non TV game, no like radio, t- like TV game. I almost understand it. Like I'm, I understand the professionalism that is the suit and tie mm-hmm. for for network news. Why they can't do Friday when no one watches the news in uh, logoed shirt. Like a, a polo, like what I'm wearing, right? I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, when I went over there and interviewed for the job, I was clean shaved and then came back with a goatee and they pulled me uh, aside and said, can you shave your the razor. goatee off? Here's your razor. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, that place, you used to have to go to class in a, a suit and tie every day. You could only you could have a mustache, but you couldn't have any other facial hair. <laughs> um, yeah. Couldn't be your own evil twin, I, huh? I watched... Our GA go to a Walmart and buy disposable razors to give to the players. <laughs> to make sure they had one. So they could shave before they played North Carolina at North Carolina and Tyler Hansborough. Wow. Because Mike Carter, the athletic director, had heard there was some stubble going on for the guys. Oh, they also got to a point where they were told they couldn't recruit players with tattoos. Um, yeah, I can, for, for, for Oral Roberts, I could see that happening. I don't imagine that stuck around. Wait till you see how many games you can win with guys with no ink. I mean. Now, I don't have any ink. I'm also not a good basketball player, so that, you know. They're also not a D1 basketball player. Yeah. I also don't like needles. So even if I was a D1 basketball player, I wouldn't have ink. Like, it's not in my desire to have like if you have ink congratulations do you like it do you love it do you want more go forth and conquer i will not be in line in front of you like i don't think ink is bad i don't like needles like at all 
<laughs> there have been scenes in medical TV shows that I have to look away. Yeah, in. me too. I don't. Needles don't bother me. <laughs> Though they do. But um, they bring a, up a that, lot of stuff. Does they right. bring out that big cardiac needle in like uh, ER or Grey's Anatomy? I'm out, man. <laughs> Click. Thanks. Remember, uh, See you later. Fiction. Uh huh. I'm out. Oh. All right. This Saturday, what's your feeling tomorrow? Pain. Pain. Yeah, I, I got pain. I got the same feeling. Yeah. Um. Can Tech win? Yes. Uh, if Tech goes in there and your defense shows up like it has, and then t- does one more, like it, it's not a normal performance for your defense this week because of how good the KU offense is. If your defense goes in there and only gives up 28, I think you can win this game. If they give up 30, I don't know that you can. And I think it's that close. Like that's the line, that 28 to 30 range. If your defense is in that neighborhood, I think you got a shot at this game. A legitimate will take will have control of this game win. If KU's in the 35 point range, I don't think your offense can score enough. I don't either. I have very similar feelings to this thing. Now, there have been some times on this show, and let's face it, we got a lot of time during the week, and we're thankful for it. But usually about this time, you give your your make or breaks, your what number are you comfortable with with Texas Tech having a good chance to win? So last week, well, even further back, because it was on a Thursday, we're at uh, Optimum Game Day Live, and Choice asked me, how many yards for Taj Brooks do you feel like Texas Tech wins this game? And I said 150. He got 148. Okay? So now I'm going to even amp that up even further. If you can get Taj, and I know this is asking a lot, but if you can get Taj to 185, and I think that's a possibility. I really do. If you can get him to 185, then you got a really good chance to win this game. Yeah. Uh, easily. Uh, going away, I think, if he gets 185, because then you're just run running the ball and running that clock. Time of possession is going to be on your side. Big time favor there, yeah. So, And, and I, listen, I've watched Kansas play quite a bit. Um, I've watched everybody in this league play quite a bit, except for the newcomers. I, I, I haven't watched much UCF, Cincinnati, just the BYU-Texas Tech game. Maybe a little bit of shred of BYU more than anybody because I'm intrigued by their logo, their crowd. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, the uh, the tradition that they bring. I hate what happened to the game, but I'm really like not upset with them. Right. As, well, yeah. yeah, and we will. We'll, we'll get there. To, there'll be a thing. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get upset with them. They'll say something. Uh, UCF, Basketball season, I feel like that may happen. Yeah, UCF... Um, haven't watched a bunch, but like the the core Big Twelve group, I've watched a ton of. And I'm telling you, Kansas, this thing's a Maserati on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. It it is an offense that can absolutely get up and go. And I think that's hard for people to wrap their minds around because the the two words, Jason Bean, we have known him for a long time, and we have known him up to this year as a, a very average to maybe below average quarterback. He's not this year. He's not. He's jumped that. He's jumped through those hoops. He is a very serviceable quarterback. And if you're doing a quarterback draft right now, which is something that we could do at some point, maybe next week, a Big 12 quarterback draft, he would be pretty high up there, I think, just because of his skill and his speed. Now, he do, if you can speed him up 
further, then he can make bad decisions. And so this is where it comes around again with what do you feel comfortable with? And I told Choice this, and I'll bounce it off you. If he throws two picks, you win. How many have you thrown? Because I think that's the bigger question. One. No. You still think it's a Kansas win with that? I think it's still a coin toss at that point. Okay. Well, I think it's probably 50-50, but... If you were to tell me three or uh, two, two to none, yes, it's a win. If it's three to one, I think it's a win. If you're not plus two... I don't know, man. That that, that Maserati offense over there is intimidating. Yeah, they rushed the heck out of the football with a three-headed deal with Neal, Highshaw, and the quarterback, Jason Bean. We'll have more of these breakdowns. We'll talk a little hoops here in hour number three. Headlines coming your way next. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. This is hour number three of the end of the bench. Get your questions 30 minutes from now. We'll take those. We'll take them at any time, but we'll take them specifically for Ask the Benchwarmers coming up at 11.45. This is a Dos Jefe's edition of the program. Um, Jeff's got a big headline coming up in just a little bit, but let me remind you that uh, Texas Tech and Kansas are 24 hours away from kick. It is going to move fast, especially with all the events for the ladies today. Volleyball at three, Lady Raiders at seven or six, seven, seven, seven. Lady Raiders at seven tonight. Yeah, and then yes. soccer at six over at John Walker Soccer Complex. Correct. Then we'll hit the pillow eventually, and then get up for a quick kick over at uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Breakfast burrito Tech. tailgate. Boy, That's nothing what wrong you do. with that. Some piping hot eggs and some some hash browns and some. Bacon. Salsa, bacon, Woo. Mm. bring it all in. Bacon. Um, give us that headline for the softball team, though, because this just came out. Okay, so again, I, me talking about recruiting is ridiculous. Let's make this very, very clear. Me too. That's um, why I gave it I, to you. I don't follow this on a regular basis. However, there are some things that when you put in a press release, grab my attention. 2024 Texas Tech softball signing class in the books earned a number two ranking. In the Big 12? No. In the country by Extra Inning Softball, program's highest recruiting ranking in history. Let me just, and I'm just going to go through what some of these specific players are ranked. In the country. Incoming pitcher, Braley Gonzalez, 11th overall pitcher. Uh, Kaylee Hoffman, Huffman, excuse me, 19th overall outfielder. Casey Johnson, 17th overall catcher. Uh, Samantha Lincoln, 17th overall pitcher. Bailey Lindermuth, 11th overall pitcher. 18th overall outfielder Sidney Schiller is a Red Raider softball player. Haley Tooney, how about your 10th overall infielder? Uh, this lit and this that's huge. They are only behind Oklahoma, which is yeah. ranked number one. It, it, to be in the conversation in softball with Oklahoma, the way they they have run that program over the last, oh, I don't know, eternity, is impressive. They are ahead of the likes of everybody else, obviously, at number two. But this includes Arkansas. This includes all, your Pac-12 all of your Pac-12. I mean, the holy cannoli number two ranking. From anybody is huge. I don't care what the sport is. So, uh, hello, Texas Tech softball. Welcome to the chat. 
number two ranking nationally. It's, that's impressive and exciting. Yes. And incoming freshman. Now, that is all I know. Don't ask me any more than that. I have given you all of my news. But that, I feel like that's pretty good. I'm a big fan of don't uh, miss an opportunity to spread on good news. I think that goes into that category of good news. If you want to do a, a little bit of... Um, and these are signed, not recruiting them. If you want to do a little bit of uh, advanced scout on Villanova, they're going to play this afternoon at 5.30 in hoops. They play Lemoyne on FS1. So you can watch Villanova, who's going to be your opponent, in one, two, three games. You also have Texas A&M and Ohio State at 6 on Peacock. You have Arizona and Duke on ESPN2 at 6 o'clock. Purdue plays, so it's a decent-sized basketball night. And those poor Commerce fellas are taking on Kentucky tonight in the Bluegrass State, 6 o'clock ESPN+. Kansas plays Manhattan. Illinois plays. Arkansas plays. Tennessee plays. Texas plays. All that college hoops. And again, tomorrow, Optimum Game Day Live starts at 7, 10 o'clock for the pregame show. It's on the network, and then they'll kick it off at 11. And the Double T 97.3 Coors Light postgame show with Garrett Luft and friends will be after that. Also, just football action tomorrow. Ole Miss Georgia on the score at 5. Texas TCU on Double T 97.3 at 6. After the Double T 97.3 Coors Light postgame show. And USC at Oregon at 9. I think Oregon will roll there. Uh, a good headline here, and this was um, on a game Thursday. Uh, Virginia running back Paris Jones is moving all of his extremities after taking a helmet-to-helmet hit late in the third quarter against Louisville on Thursday night. He was taken to uh, University of Louisville Hospital after the hit. School officials said he had regained movement in his extremities sometime after arriving there. So they are encouraged that he will be okay. The Ace Flooring Center chat line is open to you for your score predictions like this one. Good guys, 34. Mythical buckle-shoed birds, 27. That's from Big Huey. Uh, Bullfighter, bench warmer. Should I get all of these as part of my Texas Ranger championship sleeve? What are they? Or oh, is the picture on the chat line? It's on the chat line. Okay, I'll pull that up. Hang on. Should I get a well, looking for a picture? Mm, how far down is it? You don't need any of the City Connect stuff on there at all. I am not a huge fan of the City Connect for the Rangers. You know what? I see a ton of it, though. I see a lot of people that love the heck out of it. And... I, I appreciate what they tried to do. Like, I get what they tried to do with it. It just looks like, to me, a hodgepodge of stuff. Like a stew. Yeah. And I like a good stew, but then I'm eating it. it it's going away. It. I appre- If it's in your wheel, if it's something you love, I'm not telling you not to buy it. I'm telling you I don't get it. Like, I don't get why you enjoy that one so much. There are Rangers uniforms that have been absolutely on point. Um, I bought two hats from this World Series run. 
about the one they were on. They they got on the championship night with the the black and the Rangers logo on it, and I'm uh, waiting to get the blue cap with the the trophy on the side that the entire team wore the entire run. Um, those looked fantastic. I'm also more of a simple uniform guy. Um, the even the Astros Space City one was a little bit much for me this year for the the City Connect one. Uh, the White Sox one where they did the old style lettering on it. Did you see where you lost your play by play guy yesterday? I did. Um, Jason Benetti. They have done like a complete clean out though, too. Like, he's going to the Tigers. Um, uh, I'm wondering if we should also be looking at if Davis Martin this offseason is someplace else. Like, they're doing a complete clean out. And I don't completely know why. Other than they're not been good and have not been good for quite some time. So let's embrace the suck for a little bit and build up from the bottom. Okay, so Bullfighter, my advice. There's three in the middle. The Texas Rangers old school one, I think the 70s with the hat on it. Yes, with the baseball. Yes. 2023 World Series in the middle. Yes. Right in the middle. Yes. Rangers at the bottom middle. Yes. I think you should leave it there, though. The Are, take take me higher. Take me, if you're a fan of Creed, go the take me higher. Yeah, but... But I think you've got to be a fan of Creed first. I think Sneed would love that tattoo. That's what I would go, Bullfighter. He says he's going to start on his Texas Rangers sleeve tat tomorrow. That'll, I can't wait to see it, and I'm glad it's not me. Uh, Kansas 38, Texas Tech 21. That's from Viva 73, who tends to lean on the uh, not-so-positive side with Texas Tech. And and I can understand it, Viva 73. I'm, a, I'm, on, a, I'm on a Kansas win tomorrow as well. At uh, 2821. Uh, who owns the Sounders created during the show? Producers or radio personalities asking for the montage. Uh, it's been a big mix, but I have ownership over that. In a hotly contested battle with Jeff McGuire. <laughs> Did I say a word? Did I say a word? <laughs> no, I just wanted to, to make sure. Did I say a word? Come on. It's just something I brought up. Can it be hotly contested if I said a word? Here's the fun part, though. If you really wanted to get in trouble, the guy who owns it is in the corner office down That's over there. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Whatever goes out over is his. You know, go look at what Conan had to get rid of when he went from uh, the three-letter network to the other three-letter network. Remember that? The year 2000. One of my my favorite one was the one he did on January 1st, 2000. The year 2000. Because they, you know, all all year long, it's like it's going to be like coming up, like the the tongue in cheek was that they couldn't do it anymore, and said, "Conan, we should look to the future, all the way to the year 2000." And it was New Year's Eve night, so it was New Year's Eve day at that point. So that you know, was it's a great bit when you can remember something that far back, and that's that's stuck in your head. Three years, my friend. Uh, Panhandle Raider says McGuire is a White Sox fan. Absolutely, yeah. he is. Uh, script Ranger. The 2023 World Series and take me higher, scrap the rest. That's advice for you, Bullfighter. Take it or leave it from the chat line and from me. We'll come back and talk a little hoops because we got Texas Tech and San Jose State coming up Sunday and more from the chat line. Ask the Benchwarmers at 1145 as we take you up to the bottom line at noon here on 100.7 The Score. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.